You're listening to Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official podcast of Lingerie Fighting Championships. And now, here's your host, Michael Larkin! gentlemen and welcome to another edition of beauty strength and dominance the official lfc lingerie fighting championships podcast my name is mike larkin and joining me today is a newcomer on the lfc scene she made her debut at lfc 36 booty camp four and the semi-main event against lauren the animal fogel courtney coco loco pemberton how is it courtney how you doing doing good it was amazing i had the best time ever beating up a really hot chick and getting beat up by one so <laughs> well, first and foremost, I will say this. It was an absolute pleasure to meet you at the show. You're absolutely so vibrant, so lovely. You really did a great job in your debut. Thank you so much. Very welcome. And I think what I also love about it, too, as well, this was very last minute for you. And I got to say, how did that feel? Just last minute, boom, you're in the semi-main event. And you got to take on someone as a veteran, as someone that's so beautiful as Lauren the Animal Fogel. Yeah, I got to tell you, I always wanted to get in that ring as soon as um I worked with Lauren on a photo shoot a couple of years ago. I was like, dude, I would just die to get in there and just wrestle with you guys, you know? Like, and um, just even as a kid, I was like, dude, I love wrestling chicks. So it was just, I mean, there was no chicks to wrestle though. You know what I mean? So I just had to do it in my head, you know? But then, um, you know, I'm just like a pretty active person. So I like, I think she just took a chance and thought, you know, she just knew I had the fighter in me. And, like she knew I always wanted to, but I just didn't have the like, you know, the gym or the, um, the people to like practice with, I guess, you know, but like she knew I had it in me and like some natural born like street freestyle fighter, you know. I look at it from a stance too as well. We have so many different backgrounds with lingerie fighting championship from wrestling, MMA, jujitsu, Krav Magra. It's really that overall entertainment value, but also it's that sex appeal side where we get to introduce and apply our crafts. And I will say this for you, get to apply your craft being that freestyle shoot fighter that you are. The punches landed, the kicks landed. You both really traded great blows. I know she choked you at one point during the bout, but God dang, man, for what you got to do, your styles gelled and it meshed very well. And it really showcases what we're going to see 
lot more in the future from you, Courtney. Oh yeah. I can't wait to just keep, you know, doing that. Like, honestly, I'm really inspired by a lot of like, um, Kung Fu and like martial arts and that, you know, just been practicing like karate since I was a kid. So like, I can't wait to like see the other style like fighters and like get to show my style more because I didn't get to tell everybody this, but those, uh, the stockings that I was wearing were so slippery that like I had to like, you know, really uh, skate on there to fight for it. So a lot of people don't know that, but yeah, that's, that's what happened. We'll say this, folks. We are the representation of our presentation. And let me tell you something, Coco Loco. That red jacket, the glasses, the, the like the Madonna's type, I'm going to say, like, you must be my lucky star type of feel to it. It gave me those vibes. It may have felt like a little mix of Madonna, a little Marilyn Monroe. You had the nice little gel tea. I really liked your attire. Thank you so much. I can't wait to show you guys what I'm going to wear next for my next fight. It's pretty intense. Well, I will say this first and foremost, again, talking about representation, representation and presentation. She had Lauren had the only one with May 13th being Friday 13th. She had the Jason mask. You had that. Like, it was so great to see. And it was very empowering and very impactful for a lot of the talents. And I will say this. You're being coached by Leon Hader. Lauren's got Joel Kane. For this, it had so many great elements. And I will say this right now, folks. If you've not seen Lauren and Courtney Coco Loco Pemberton here and the whole LFC 36 booty camp for, go to LFCfights.com and check the replay because top to bottom the fucking show was badass and i'm gonna say that bluntly the fucking show was badass from top to bottom so entertaining i let i watched it with some of my friends they were like the whole time on the air they were like no way like even when i got slammed i was like no you know <laughs> i was just like she's just so hot it's like you know it's like i could be mad at her for a minute but like you know once fight was over it's like yo she told me to call her and i did and we ended up you know what so anyways but yeah, it's like, this is entertaining as fuck, you know, like we're really getting in there and like really fighting. And then, you know, afterwards, we're just like, whoa, both really hot. We should hang out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, well, that's the thing too. What, what the beauty, strength, and dominance—the title of this show in LFC—it's incorporating that internal and external beauty. And I will say this right now: this is our third time being at the FSW Arena, Future Stars of Wrestling. What'd you think about the arena, man? Because a lot of wrestlers who come from there have gone on to WWE and different wrestling auspices. What did you think of the FSW Arena? I loved it. I thought it was so cool and um, so uh, felt like you know WWE. I was like. This is really cool. Um, I loved how the lighting was just, I've never really seen myself in that kind of lighting before. So it was amazing. And um, just how they let me come out with my own song just made the, you know, I told you my stockings were slippery. So kind of like, I, I'm not going to say I would have won, but you know, I could have won if I didn't have those stockings like that. But um, yeah. I feel like them letting me come out to my own song and it being like so ironically perfect that we're fucking up each other's panties, you know? And um, so, yeah, I felt really good about that. I was like, even though I lost the fight, like I still got to, you know, come out to a banging song that was like about girls ripping each other's panties off. So. <laughs> I was in the ring listening to that song, doing the ring announcing. The first of all, the song was badass, number one. And number two, well, you both have great songs. Like, you had your song, and Lauren has Lights Go Out by uh, Fozzie, Chris Jericho's band. So it really also intensified from the entrance side of things, because y'all got some badass music. Yeah, I really wanted to add the Asian, you know, guitar in the beginning, because I feel like most, you know, fighting things are like, you know, you have that kind of style, like Katana type, you know, Mortal Kombat, you know, like just true to the core, like, love everything about fighting and even when it comes to the music you know <laughs> so yeah 
it's the discipline side of things. And I mean, in popular culture, I was a kid. I mean, we all grew up in the Karate Kid with Ralph Macchio and Pat Morita, but we also grew up in the 90s with Hillary Swank as a part of the next Karate Kid, which a lot of people poo-poo on. But I got to say, Hillary Swank held her own in that movie. And we see movies like Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, and a lot of empowering figures and empowering roles. So we take what we see in popular culture and we exemplify and amplify that in the pro wrestling world, the MMA world, what have you. And it's really just your overall being as women, man. Yeah, do you remember that one movie where they um they're like these Asian dudes and they're sitting down and they're playing this um guitar and like it flings and kills the people? Yes, yes, I do. Forget the name of it. It's one of my favorite movies though. I know what you're talking about, but yes, now that you put my image in the head, that's gonna bug me. Yeah, but no, that's the type of stuff that you love to see, right? Huh? I said that's the tough type of style that you love to see. It's like those little nuances and increments that really make the whole thing exemplified, right? Yeah, so like and I'd have to say my favorite movies to watch of all time are any kind of like, you know, fighting Asian films. So it's like um, I may not be in that ring every day, but like I definitely am practicing all the time, like at my home, you know, just like whether it be like, you know, getting how fast I can go, you know, <laughs> just like how like um, just being really quick. And I know when I when I got in when I first met Lauren, we, you know, we did a little practice, you know, see how, you know, whatever. Um I think once we really got in the ring, she was really surprised at how fast I, you know, reacted to her, like, you know, punching and how quick I blocked and stuff. So, um, and then she freaked out whenever, you know, I saw her throw over my head and like, you know, spin around five times. So, um, cause I guess I'm smaller than a lot of those girls, which I'm not used to being the smaller one, you know, um, in any, any aspect. So I just felt like, you know, when you look at Lauren, you see like ripped, you know, and you're just you're ripped, you know, and I'm over here like I eat Pop-Tarts for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you know what I mean? And um, so <laughs> I was just like, okay, we're going to see how this works out. <laughs> somebody who's super fit and somebody who like, you know, doesn't really, who's kind of like, a, I'm like a freestyle fighter to the core of me, you know what I mean? Like in every way. So I will say this. Now you make me want some Pop-Tarts. Now freaking Pop-Tarts, breakfast, lunch, and dinner over here. But first of all, who can't go wrong with a good Pop-Tart, right? Who cannot go wrong with some good Pop-Tarts? But also at the same time. I even, <laughs> exactly. I also noticed this as well, and I had to bring this up in the post-fight interview. Man, Lauren the Animal Fogel came out with this badass tan on her, man. We were talking about the jack bar, but this woman is tan from the nines here. And it looked good. It was a nice little tan. She looked ripped. She, and that battle cry, that roar that she has. I got to say, the tan was on point when it came to Lauren the Animal Fogel. Oh, yeah, definitely. It is really, oh, it is. I got to tell you, it is so fun wrestling around a hot chick and having her ass on my, you know what? You know, like just everywhere. I'm like, you know, just being choked out by her. It's like hard not to enjoy it. I know I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but like, it's like, oh, oh, oh you want to start something with me? Okay, it's time to go, you know? Well, it's a rush too. And I, I'm sick, but we got, I'm actually glad that you brought up the point that you guys train with each other. Cause if you guys have not seen Coco Loco over here on the social media front, always doing your thing. And there was a video of you two training in the ring and you both like went down, you know what I'm saying? Doing your thing. And it looked great. And a lot of people did that from Angelica Co who came from Italy, who took on Andre Shakti in the opener. I'm like, God dang, man, y'all are showing how much you're training, how much you're taking this seriously. And you want to put on a show. And I love seeing that because from what we saw in the training is what we saw in the ring and what we saw on on demand the lfc website it really transpired and transmogrified with what we got to see on screen yay i'm so happy to hear that because like i really am an entertainer to the core of me but at the same time i am like, most definitely a fighter like first and foremost that's how i got so far was because i'm a fighter you know um i've had a lot of women pick on me i've had a lot of people want to fight me not like me and i've had to be an industry with a lot of men who i'm 
at a photo shoot with 20 different people, 20 different models and five different videographers and photographers. And like, you know, I'm the only girl and I have to like, you know, I just have to be strong and tough and like not listen to the, what they have to say. And like, just be like, and it's the same thing in, in the ring, you know, like I didn't know any of those girls. Like I just had to go in there and be like, just fucking wing it and just be strong and tough and just fight my way through it. So I was like, I cannot wait to see what else, like how like my career goes in the LFC because it's just like, I don't even know how to explain them. The girls that I didn't know that I got to know, um, they, it turns out they're all really, um, really great, amazing entertainers. And um, they're all amazing uh, at like, you know, fighting. Like they just, they have just great skills of fighting. And I was just like, wow, like the moves that they do. I was like, holy crap, these are so cool. And um, yeah, so I'm a huge fan of all the girls actually, so. What I love about LFC, and I'm actually glad that you brought this up with all the girls, we have such a unique variety of LFC with the girls and entertainment-wise. I mean, from all different facets of life, we have the girls who have done adult work, fetish modeling, wrestling, who have the different backgrounds. There's something for everyone, and what I always love about the LFC product, and I told you this because I always say this to anybody who wants to get into LFC, my little piece of advice, folks, if you're going to do this, Take it seriously, number one. And number two, when you're incorporating your craft and going in that ring, and I told you, and I know you love this, Courtney, safe and spectacular. Keep it safe and also apply your craft in spectacular fashion. It's a simple thing. Do the S's, safe and spectacular, baby. Yep, yep. I I was, man, I don't know if I should be talking about this, but I was like walking down the hill whenever um, they were, recording me you know when they tell you to come out and stuff I walked down like I almost tripped on my heel and um, I just like played it off into like a little 360 you know and then uh, I just I'm not that I don't have a lot a lot of experience in walking platforms like that but like I knew it was like lingerie LFC you gotta be looking as quiet as you can you know so I was like I'm gonna wing it and just you know if I trip oh well but I somehow had like you know I like maintained but um yeah, my coach was really cool, you know, and um, I would do it again a thousand more times. I wish by Lauren a million more times, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if obviously we got to see a rematch in the future between you two, because folks, if you've not seen the first one again, to reiterate, it was very, very good for the semi, the co-main event of LFC 36. But for you, man, I'm going to say right now, first of all, it's your first event. A lot of people get nervous sometimes. And much like yourself, there's a lot of people to get on the card last minute, because as they say, cards subject to change. And I'll make a comparison to wrestling. There's a legend Japanese wrestler by the name of Ultimo Dragon. He's wrestled in WCW, wrestled in WWE. One of the most iconic things he's known for, and it's kind of funny, WrestleMania 20. He's live at Madison Square Garden. Does his entrance, trips over his cape. You know what I'm saying? It happens, but you also got to, you know, you got to, like you said, you trip, but you, you you brush it off. You still do your entrance. It happens. So, I mean, the nerves kick, the nerves do kick in. A lot of people don't realize how nervous everybody is. I, I didn't even think to practice to walk down that, that hill in my platforms. Um, so, but the ultimate, like when, after I watched the fight, like on, you know, TV, I was like, wow, we really put on, oh, like, honestly, I was, um, I was actually thought some of my parts were really funny. Cause like, um, when my coach like put his hands up, I was supposed to like hit him and I like half fived him. I was like, oh my God, this is pure comedy. I was like, these people don't even know. Like, um, I was, I wish I would have known that I was supposed to hit him because I would hit him, you know? <laughs> But um, yeah, and I didn't really know what corner to go in. But so next time I'll be way more prepared, way more professional. But I kind of thought how like, you know, we, you know, winged it kind of, I kind of winged it. it was like, you know, it was, I thought it went really well for winging it. And thank God for Loring being such a team player because, um, you know, having to change fighters and stuff last minute, not knowing what to prepare for. 
So for those, I'm going to say this right now. And first of all, again, this uh, we talk about cards subject to change. So Lauren was supposed to face Melanie Monroe, who was one of the winners of the LFC Madness 4 tournament. We got Coco, Lo- uh, Coco Loco here. It's Courtney Pemberton doing her thing. Here's the funny part about it. So, and I'll say this. So I'm traveling, going to the event, got to do my ring announcing thing, thing. So I see, I get last minute that there's going to be a substitution and I saw your name and I'll be honest with you. I did a process of elimination going in there and I see this woman right here rocking it. Like we talk about it in your little heels there and your little, you know, your red jacket and your stuff. I'm like, man, my first inclination of that. And I'll tell you this Courtney, cause I love you to death. Badass. That is the first thing that came into my mind was badass. I'm like, okay, she's ready to go. She has the look. Cause again, we talk about representation, representation and presentation, but there's something that a lot of people need to have with their character and their overall being. It's that gravitational pull. So, if someone sees an image of you, it's like, boom, you know what I'm saying? You have that gravitational pull. The eyes are on you. People want to see more of you. So you nailed it from the imagery and the appearance standpoint. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. That means so much to me because it was definitely my first time ever, like, you know, being on camera like that. I'm usually on the other side of the camera. So um, it was definitely new for me, but I I knew I was meant for it, you know, and I'm glad that Lauren saw that in me because um, I just couldn't thank her enough. And it's crazy because our personalities are so similar. Like we both have ADHD to the core. Like we finish our sentences. Sometimes we don't even finish the words that we're saying. Like you caught me at like a low hour when I'm chilling, like chilling. It's like 8 p.m. over here, you know, but like the morning time I'm like, I'm going, I'm going to the bathroom and I, you know, I'm finishing my works, you know, and she's the same way. And I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be the most intense fight ever. <laughs> like, I really don't think people like understand, like if I didn't have those slippery tights on, oh, it would have been so much more intense. Oh, I mean, we would have been, I was planning on jumping off the thing and fucking body slamming her. I was planning on doing some tricks. You know what I mean? Like we, I had so many tricks up my sleeve and nobody really told me, you know, like, Hey, it's going to be slippery on there. Cause when I practiced, like I had those, I had socks on in the practice ring and it wasn't that bad. So I guess the pantyhose were just extra slippery. It happens. And I, and I will say this. It's funny because we talked about this the last time when Sheena, by the way, another great battle on the show, Sheena and, and Bella Madison killed it. They yeah. were on the card. We yeah, have right before you guys, but I'm like, that has happened. Like she has mentioned, like, you know, like at her last fight, the first fight, LFC 35, she's like, oh, you know, my, my stockings are things, things get slippery, whether it's wardrobe malfunctions or something is slippery. You don't realize it's the sweat also coming from the mat and the ropes because you ladies are throwing each other around and it's the hot ass lighting in there. There's a lot of sweat going on, man. There's a lot of sweat, baby sweat to quote the bloodhound gang and the bad touch there. There's a lot of sweat, baby sweat going to make you sweat, if you will. So it happens, you know what I'm saying? So that's a lot of the parts that go into LFC that a lot of people don't see. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Now I have to ask you because everything from a character and everything from your overall being and your personality has the nickname. So we've had many great nicknames, the Hungarian hurricane Bathory with Sheena, Bella Madison, the rebel princess, Jenny bloody Valentine, Jolene, the Valkyrie hex. You have now one of my favorite nicknames in Coco Loco. I saw that nickname and I'm like, all right, this is different because number one, we've never had a Coco Loco in LFC before. And number two, talk to us about the nickname. Cause I love it. I think Coco Loco is a very nice mix. It's a nice little bond here and Coco Loco makes me just like, okay, I'm curious. So tell me about the Coco Loco nickname. I'm curious here, Courtney. Well, Courtney is the original. And uh, my mom had gave me the nickname Coconut. And I was like, mom, it's a little perverted. Let's not have people call me Coconut. Um, Let's just shorten it to Coco. Um, Yeah, you know, I'm a bad girl. I'm a little freak. So I'm going to say stuff that I shouldn't say. Because, you know, like I naturally represent that sex appeal. And they didn't ask me to go to LFC for no reason. Because I'm not some like vanilla girl. You know, I'm definitely a bad girl. So 
um, yeah, I definitely was thinking, um, I'm crazy as hell, you know, like my style and every, like my fashion, my editing, my video, everything is just, it's not normal. You know, it's very crazy. And I've been called crazy my whole entire life. People have been like, what are you on? And I'm completely sober. So it's just like, I was, you know, I smoke a little bit of weed here and there. You can't let out, but you know, like it's legal here where I live. So, um, it's just like crazy, crazy, this crazy, that crazy, this. And I'm like, Coco Loco. And I'm also Hispanic, you know? So, um, my nationality is um, Spanish and Mexican. And, um, so Loco, you know, just had to go with it. Number one, love it. And number two, I'm going to say right now, everybody's got a little bit of craziness to it. But when it comes to crazy, I said, you're, you're that good kind of crazy where it's just like, you know what? We want to have some fun. You're very vibrant. So you got that good crazy about you there, Court. Hey, man, I appreciate that. You're very well. I was, uh, my, 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 um, my name when I like it in my music name is Coco Pistol. All right. Now you see, you got Coco Loco, you got Coco Pistol. That's even more badass because you include the pistol in there. You think of like the sex pistols, you know, Hey, I like that. Oh shit. Yeah. So it was really hard, you know, like thinking about like which one would, you know, really stick. But, um, I felt like, you know, with the music industry, the Coco Pistol kind of, you know, just feel like my mouth is a gun, you know, like Coco Pistol, but, um, and the like uh, Coco Loco is just all around just for a, you know, a character in general, you know, so, yeah. When you talk about your mouth as a gun, I'm going to put it like right here, right now. You're like a verbal assassinator. It's verbal assassination because that's what we have when we talk and how we conduct ourselves from a verbal standpoint. You got that verbal assassination there. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, definitely. That's why I started making music. I was like, um, every word out of my mouth is rhyming or it like sounds like a song. So I just, you know, started playing, making beats on my iPad and out of nowhere I'm producing bomb ass music that's never been done before and I just started six months ago and I'm gonna be playing at a show in uh on the 30th in some like a club in Vegas somewhere or here in Vegas on the 30th um which was really shocking because I just started making music for a club promoter to hit me up right away you know after I just released it was mind-blowing you know I was like what I don't even know how to perform I've never even performed you know like I don't even know same thing with LFC I'm just getting things thrown at me left and right right now but I'm happy because I mean I I don't know. A lot of people in this world, we get really, it's not just me, it's everybody. We all get really bored sometimes. And um, like hobbies and music is like an amazing way to heal because in boredom, you can start thinking bad and, you know, you don't really think positive. And uh, so I found a hobby that helped me keep kind of positive, you know, always say this, and this is why I love your message here. It's all about being positively proactive and really going out there and applying your craft. Because if you really think about it and analyze, dissect and decipher it, life is an art form and we're all applying our crafts. And also at the end of the day, you're getting, it's a blessings. It's a little blessings right here. You know what I'm saying? Because you're getting LFC, you're doing clubs. There's stuff that you're getting thrown into, but you also get to show how multifaceted you are and different facets, if you will. So it all kind of comes together and the stars align. And I mean, I'll say right now, folks, if you've not seen this woman's photography and vids, it's very goth it's very sex appeal it's very tattoo and edgy from an external standpoint and i love that because it gets to show that creativity number one and number two we need a little bit of edge to it you know yes thank you so much you have idea how much it means for me for somebody to understand like yes my style is very goth it's very dark and it's almost like most of my stuff is meant for you to watch in the night you know and I think that reflects a lot of what's going on inside of me, you know, like I may be this bubbly, beautiful, like sweet, smiley person and like on the outside, but on the inside, I deal with a lot of um, stuff that I went through, um, you know, that everybody has their issues. Everybody's going through something, you know, but um, 
So, you know, it's just, uh, I think it's a great way to express to people that it's okay to be dark. It's okay to be goth. Cause there's so many people out there who are making films or videos that are just, they're not, you know, they're just like, um, they, they're making stuff that they think everybody will like. And I'm like, I don't care if people don't like my goth stuff. I'm going to rock it anyways, you know, and look at you over here freaking feeling it. I'm like, yes, you know, like, hell yeah. Cause not everybody's with the goth stuff, you know? So I'm not, my style's not for everybody. And I appreciate you liking it because whoa. You're very no, you're very welcome. And Court, I look at it from a stance too as well, because if you look at it in school, a lot of kids who are, you know, who really appreciate the whole goth kind of life, some people don't. And, you know, it's one of those things too as well. When you're in school, a lot of people look at it like, oh, who's this weird kid? You know, you got the you got the black hair, you're in the black, you got the painted fingernails, what have you. It's equated to like when you look at Marilyn Manson, how Marilyn Manson blew up and all these different groups and different bands. It's this lifestyle, but it's something that's different and unique. And it's someone who's really expressing their individuality, if you will. And I think a lot of that can resonate with people. Now, mind you, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but there are all the different lifestyles and different art forms. Because at the end of the day, everything is an art form. It may not be your art form, but someone can relate to it. And that's the main thing. If you can evoke emotions and relate to someone, then you're set right there. That's, that's exactly how I feel. I'm, oh, man, I just, I really, really love that. Like your point of view on life and how you're saying, you know, it's all about it took me a really long time to understand that, you know, hey, so. I, I was in a dark place not too long ago myself. So, I mean, I look at it from a stance too. for me, it was spirituality and God and actually really just really finding myself once again. And sometimes we need to refine ourselves or, you know, and I always look at it like this to put it bluntly. Sometimes we lose the essence of ourselves, but it's up to us to find our way back. So we all find our way back and whatever we like, we find something that really gets our creative juices going and really makes us want to flow. And that makes us happy. So do what makes you happy. And I tell that to everybody, it may be very simplistic, but you have to do what makes you happy. This makes me happy. Like talking to you, I love doing this stuff because it yeah. gives people a platform to tell their stories. And at the end of the day, everybody has a story just waiting to be told. Exactly. And, um, you know, like what I was going through was not, you know, it was no worse than the next person, but, um, you know, I'm just proud that I found something to, it may not have been like necessarily spirituality, but it was, you know, a hobby that healed me. Like I was started to realize like all this art I'm making is, it was, um, to, I guess you say appeal to everybody else, but like, it wasn't how I really felt. And I finally was like, look, I'm feeling really like feeling really lonely, like, you know, since COVID and like, um, I feel like people have really changed. They're not as social as they used to, even when you go out, they're not like how to, I don't know how to explain it, but, um, I think that, um, you know, I just, I think the whole world got hit kind of with the lonely thing, even if you have a lover, you know, it's just like, it was kind of a feeling. And then I found music and I was like, oh man, I'm going to make a song that I think that everybody could relate to about being lonely at this time, even if they're not, I, I even have friends who have boyfriends or girlfriends who still feel lonely in that, in that moment, you know, or in that relationship. So, you know, I was like, this isn't just me, this is everybody. So I want to make a song about, you know, being lonely and sad. And, but it, I didn't want to be too, you know, too lonely and sad to where it was like so dark, you know, but like, I wanted to be kind of upbeat and stuff. And, um, so it, it healed me while I made it. I was like, Whoa, this is healing me. You know, I was shocked. Sorry. Um, so, um, but yeah, I just, I just can't even um, tell you how nice it is that you shared it with me too, that you, you know, you found like God and you had something that, you know, get out of a rough time because I think that's my biggest message to everybody is to find something that occupies you, that you don't think about the things that bother you anymore or the loneliness or whatever, or, you know, whatever you're going through, personal family issues, whatever, if, whatever's, whoever's fighting, whatever, you know, just find something that distracts you, you know?
Right. And I mean, a lot of people do seek therapy, which is a great thing. But for me, like, and I, I talk about the spirituality side, that was one of the things that really, when I got into a dark place that I hated, because I'm like, man, I'm giving up what I always believed in spirituality. And again, it's just, it's your mind playing tricks on you. And a lot of stuff can do that. But I also look at it from a stance too, as well, when you're finding something that you like and COVID really does mess with you because in a way it's, it's self-isolation because you can't go outside, you can't do anything. So that's going to affect a lot of people mentally and spiritually and physically. So, I mean, you have to find what makes you happy like we mentioned, but it's also at the same time, if you can really just find what you're doing and really find yourself, and a lot of people can relate to this, you need to do something that's going to stay positively proactive, really make you want to wake up and say, hey, you know what, this is another day, boom, 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 talk it out, really express your feelings, and find what it is to make you want to get up in the morning, want to make you get through the day and really find that purpose, because everybody has that purpose, and may take a short time for people to find it, may take longer, but you will find it, and once you find it, it's going to be beautiful, and everything is going to fall into place. Yeah, like, it was really stuff when I because that fucking at my panty song that I made was one of the first songs I ever made and I'll never forget one of my friends busted my best friend busted out laughing she was like this is hilarious she thought it was so funny and um I, I thought it was hilarious too I was like that's the whole point of it was to be funny but like it ended up being really hot and perfect for this show you know so it wasn't funny anymore it was like yo this is you know and I wanted to make music that was be like I can't believe you just said that you know what I mean and like so all that was ways to rebel against like, you know, what people think you're supposed to do or what you're, you know, and I just wanted to make music for lesbians too. So I want to make a music that's never been made. I want to make music for lingerie fighters, for people who just like random weird stuff that's never been done is what I'm trying to do. And it, t- it takes balls to do that. You know what I mean? And um, I finally got enough supporters and people have been like, look, you're goth, weird, trippy styles. Cool. Keep doing it. You know? And I was like, really hesitant a lot of years to show my true style. I was like, I was, I'm, I just now started getting to where I'm like, okay, not holding anything back anymore. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty dope to, to find something that is so healing and was made to be happy and, um, occupied. I think what's interesting is like you have to make music for something. And I think variety is key in anything. And what I always love about LFC to, to bring it back to Andre Fighting Championship, a lot of people will poo-poo on the product. And I laugh about it because it's like there's some people like they love it. Like we talk about it because a lot of people don't realize the empowerment that really goes into it for a lot of you ladies and really applying your crafts and showcasing the sex appeal side that we mentioned and just the overall craft and fighting. But also at the same time, there have been some reviews where it's funny because Sean has talked about this, where it's just like, you know, LFC's like a, somebody said we're a detriment to society. And I'm like, really? Like, you know, there's a lot of other weird stuff going on in the world or worse stuff like war and crying and all this. But women just fighting in lingerie is a detriment to society. But OK, like people have, are set in their ways. It's funny. And I you wow. laugh at stuff, but it's just like, Jesus Christ, man, like there's, there's a lot more stuff to be worried about here. Yeah, I thought it was like the best invention of all time. I was like, every woman wants to wrestle the next woman. They just don't admit it. And where they're scared and that there's no rules, like, you know, how there's rules in LSD, like no face punch and stuff like that. Like real women want to get down like that too. They just want to admit it. You know, they're just like, no, I'm too classy for that. Like, I have no fear in telling you like 99% of women feel like that. You know, they all wish they could. And the girls who are in LFC were just the only ones who got balls enough to fucking do it, you know? 
Oh, agreed. I always equated to look at the LFL from back in the day. Lingerie Football League used to air on MTV2 back in the day. That's badass women playing football, but also incorporate the sex appeal. And actually, one of the alumni from LFL, Danielle Monet, would go on to the WWE as Summer Race. I mean, you have an LFL alumni who was in the WWE, and a lot of that can incorporate, again, the sex appeal, and we incorporate it to football. Look at the XFL. Mind you, not the best of things, but we tried with the Extreme Football League and adding different rules and doing like a different take on football. There's a lot of different takes and everything sometimes it sticks sometimes it doesn't but you don't know unless you try it out and lfc has been around for a long ass time and we've seen a lot of results come from it, and we've seen a lot of great people be introduced such as yourself man flash my pleasure that you guys are so accepting of all my all the things that i do because when people ask me like what do you do i'm like i honestly don't even know where to begin i'm just an artist of all forms you know like i don't know i don't know i make movies i make music i make you know i fight like i I model, I do it all. You know, I have. So it's like, I don't even know how to introduce myself besides an artist. So it's so nice. To, and I feel like every girl in my LFC is the same way. We have so many different couples and so many different talents. And um, it is so nice to be around girls that I feel comfortable around that. I'm like, dude, I can't wait to see all of our next fights. And, you know, and I can't wait to see, uh, you know, just how we progress and where the LFC goes and stuff. So. Well, as of right now, folks, a lot of updates will be added for LFCfights.com and the social media front. As of right now, the next event is August, a date to be confirmed very, very soon. But God dang, man, we just signed Holly Dunaway, the hot stuff, if you will, four-time pro boxing world champion. So we have that coming in, and we're probably going to see a lot of more familiar faces in the future. I hope to see you as well at another future LFC bout. I'm sure I will. And it's going to be great, man. I look forward to seeing you have your second fight in LFC. Hey, I'm super prepared. I'm all the time so getting like running every day and i'm like um you know just hitting a lot of punching bags and just hitting the gym every day so i can see my body tearing up and like those girls are all fucking ready i'm telling you right now <laughs> they're not ready not for me not little old me nah. <laughs> <laughs> I like your style. I like your style, ma'am. And I will say this before we close this out. Courtney Coco, local Pemberton, you're more than welcome on for another round two. The Overture's here. It's been such a pleasure picking your brain and talking to you tonight. Thank you so much. I had a blast. And you're such a pleasure to talk to you. You're such a nice guy. So I would talk to you anytime. And I can't wait to, you know, be in another fight. Be like, Coco Loco. (laughs) Absolutely. Right. And I can't wait to ring announce you again. And I will say this as well. Folks, if you want to follow Courtney on all forms of social media, Courtney, please let the people know where we can find you. The links will be in the description. The floor is yours. Where can we find you on social media? My main Instagram account is Courtney Nicole only, just like how it sounds. And um, all my links are in that bio. And that's it. Just Courtney Nicole only. My Instagram, I have Twitter and all the other things, but Instagram is usually the only one I usually use or TikTok. And that's crazy aspect. Fair enough. So the links to Courtney's Instagram and everything that will follow will be in the links below this. And I will say this, Courtney Coco, local Pemberton. Do you have any final words for the LFC faithful, the women and the people and the fans that support this great product of lingerie fighting championships? Do you have any final words for the fans that tuned in to see your debut at LFC 36? Yes. I want to say thank you so much to all people who are cheering me on. It, it really had me going. Like the second I heard go, 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 go. I was like, I whipped, I just remember whipping underneath her and putting her in a headlock. And I was like, the, the fans really, oh my gosh, I didn't even know I had any. And they were just, they were feeling me immediately. And I was just like, thank you so much because it really helped me, you know, stick it out for as long as I could because Lauren is a beast. So um, I just uh, appreciate you guys watching and I can't wait for you guys to see another fight and um, see what I'm going to wear some hot 
You thought that last album was hot. Yeah. Coming in hotter next time. <laughs> I cannot wait to see it. And folks, the website is LFCfights.com and the Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. It's LFC Fights. Fights underscore LFC for the Instagram and LFC Fights on Twitter. Links will be in the description below this audio. And as I always close this great show out, beauty, strength, and dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are. And Courtney Coco Loco Pemberton, I include you in those sentiments. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Our last debut fighter, freestyle fighter, five foot, 335 pounds. The funny thing about it is Pemberton is a last second replacement for LFC four Madness four finalist, Melanie Monroe, who backed out when she found. Speaking of the game. 